One of the things that stops small business owners from creating marketing content consistently is this feeling of being uninspired, of having no idea what to say in the first place. If you can relate to this, you are in good company. So many of us struggle with knowing what our marketing content should actually be about. But I am here to help. I have come up with 100 prompts that you can use to guide your marketing from your social media posts to your emails to your longer form content. I guarantee that these prompts will get you inspired and that you'll have more ideas than you even know what to do with. You can download this list of 100 marketing prompts for free at makinggoodpodcast.com slash 100 prompts. That's makinggoodpodcast.com slash 100-P-R-O-M-P-T-S. Welcome back to Making Good, the podcast for small businesses who want to make a big impact. I'm your host, Lauren Tilden, and this is episode 53. Do you ever feel held back from creating great content because you simply don't know what to say to your audience? I have. In fact, I have spent years trying to figure out what to say, whether it's on social media, email, my website, or the blog. Over the years, I've learned some awesome strategies for generating ideas, and I am so excited to share them with you. Before we get into this conversation, let's talk about what I mean by creating content. When you hear people talk about creating content or content creation, we are referring to anything you need to make to market your business. This is often written content like emails, blog posts, Facebook posts, Instagram posts, etc. But increasingly, it also comes in other formats like video, For example, YouTube, Instagram stories, Instagram or Facebook live or audio, for example, podcasts or more recently clubhouse. The strategies I'm going to share with you today will help you come up with ideas that aren't dependent on one single platform, meaning you can use them to write emails, social media posts, podcast episodes, blog posts, whatever you need to write. I do have one underlying philosophy that is the basis of my approach to content creation, and that is this provide value. In every single piece of content you release, even promotional content, there should be some kernel of value for your audience. Maybe your content inspires them. Maybe it teaches them something. Maybe it makes them feel less alone or like they have a new friend. Maybe it helps them see a new possibility for themselves. So keep this approach in mind as we talk about content creation ideas. Another thing you may want to do some thinking about before we get into it is your content pillars. Content pillars, sometimes also called content buckets, are categories or different topics that you consistently talk about in your marketing and content. Not only do content pillars give us an idea of what to say, but they also help us build a strong brand because people will start to associate the topics of our content pillars with us, and brands are created through repetition. Some of the content pillars I use for my stationary brand, Good Sheila, are plants, their creative process, and giving back. Your content pillars should relate to your business, but they shouldn't be product categories. Note that the categories I listed for Good Sheila aren't the same things as product categories. They're not greeting cards, vinyl stickers, or art prints. They were plants, the creative process, and giving back. These topics relate to what I sell, but they aren't specific to my products. Okay, so with that, Let's dig into some prompts and ideas that I know will help get your content creation wheels spinning. My first suggestion for helping you come up with ideas is to ask your ideal customer. There is a reason that this one is first on the list. The best way to come up with content ideas is to get them directly from your ideal customer. 
There are a few ways to do this. First, I would recommend that you put together a list of questions that you get asked over and over again. Whether it's about how to style your jewelry or how to pose for a photograph in a flattering way, I can guarantee that there are some questions you find yourself answering over and over again. And if multiple people have asked you a question, there's a good chance that there's a whole heck of a lot more people that have that question and would benefit from your answer, even if they haven't asked you directly. Another way that you can ask your ideal customer is through polls and question stickers on Instagram. For example, if you're a jewelry designer, you might ask, what are your biggest questions about wearing necklaces? You'll get answers like, how do I wear multiple necklaces without getting them tangled up? Or what kind of metal won't irritate my sensitive skin? Or what length of necklace is best for me? Etc. All of which would be awesome starting points for writing great content. Instagram polls and stickers are going to be a great start for a survey, but you could also think about sending an actual survey through your email list with more details. Finally, an incredibly powerful way to hear directly from your ideal customer is to ask them directly. See if you can get on a quick Zoom call with someone who represents your ideal customer and ask them super, super specific questions about their pain points, what they struggle with, what they want in life, particularly when it comes to your product. My second suggestion for creating content ideas is to check your analytics. If you've been creating any kind of content for even a short amount of time, you can learn a lot from looking at your analytics. Looking carefully at how our audience reacted to the content we've already created can help us understand what to do more of and less of in the future. For example, on Instagram analytics, I specifically like to look at which of my posts have been saved and shared the most, and I take big inspiration from those. I like to look at my podcast analytics to see which episodes have been downloaded most, and this helps me create future content that I can be pretty confident will be interesting to my listeners. One thing to point out here, you can use analytics from one platform to help you create content for another platform as long as your audience is similar. For example, I know that my podcast listeners really love my episodes about copywriting because those episodes have been downloaded a lot. Since I have a really similar audience following me on Instagram, I can take that knowledge and apply it to my Instagram content as well. Another place to start thinking about content creation ideas is your values. This will not come as a surprise if you've been listening to this podcast for a while, but your values absolutely have a place in your marketing. I recommend that you get crystal clear on your values which you can do through my process at makinggoodpodcast.com slash goodbusiness. It's a free workbook or by listening to the exercise in episode 35 of this podcast. Once you have your list of values, they can be such a great starting point for creating content. For each of your values, you can ask yourself, why do you care about this? Why do you believe in this? Why is this value important to you? Is there a story or moment in your life that made this matter? Another way to find content ideas is to really drill into your content pillars. We've already talked a little bit about content pillars, the overall topics that you consistently create content around for your business. So for each of your content pillars, I'd sit down with a notepad and a pen and ask yourself a bunch of questions to generate ideas. Here are some suggestions. What pain points do your ideal customers have around this topic? Are there habits or routines around this topic that would be helpful for your ideal customer to establish? What does your ideal customer want to learn when it comes to this topic? What would inspire your ideal customer when it comes to this topic? What tools or resources do you use to help you with this topic? What are some tips or rules around this topic that everyone should know? 
what can save your ideal customer time when it comes to this topic? And so on. My next idea is to share your story. How did you come to own your business? Most of us have had pretty windy, nonlinear paths, and trust me, your audience wants to hear yours. Resource recommendations. Everyone loves a good, unbiased recommendation. Some of my most popular content is a roundup of my favorite tools, productivity techniques, books, podcasts, etc. Ideally, your recommendations will be relevant to at least one of your content pillars. Another thing that can generate content ideas is strong opinions. What do you feel strongly about? What do you take a stand on that not everyone agrees with? I'm definitely not saying to be provocative just for the sake of being provocative. Don't do that. But if there are topics related to your product or service that you have a strong belief in, this is a great place for content to start. Behind the scenes. What seems boring and everyday to us is often very interesting to other people. We love behind the scenes content. How did you create your products? What does a day in the life look like for you? What's on the agenda for the day? If you're a maker, this is a goldmine opportunity for content for you. But even if you offer service, sharing the ins and outs behind your days is something that people are genuinely interested in seeing. Another way to get content ideas is trend research. I believe that talking to your actual ideal customer is the best place to start, but if you're really stuck in looking for content ideas, here are a couple of additional places to look. The first is Pinterest. On Pinterest, you can search for what others are searching for by typing in a topic into the Pinterest search bar. For example, I just typed copywriting tips into the search bar. Here are some things that came up that might help me come up with content ideas. Copywriting tips, social media. Copywriting tips, cheat sheets. Copywriting tips for beginners. Copywriting tips, internet marketing, etc. This helps me get more specific and really understand what people who are looking for copywriting tips are looking for. Another place to do trend research is a website called Answer the Public. I just typed copywriting tips into Answer the Public, and here are some of the things that came up. Copywriting tips for websites. Copywriting tips for Instagram. Copywriting tips for beginners. How to get better at copywriting. Okay, so before I wrap things up, I have three extra bonus tips for you. Seriously, if you take nothing else away from this episode, I hope you remember these tips. The first tip is the concept of what's in it for me. This comes back to the philosophy that I mentioned at the beginning of this episode, which is that every piece of content you produce should offer value to your ideal customer. So for every single piece of content you create, you should be able to imagine being in your ideal customer's shoes and to have a good answer for the question, what's in it for me when they read your content. The second tip I have for you is something that I've shared before in this podcast, and it's my favorite way to get intentional before I sit down to write content. This is an exercise called know, feel, do. So before you sit down to write a piece of content, I would encourage you to ask yourself and have a good answer to these three questions. One, what do I want my audience to know after they read this content? Two, what do I want my audience to feel after they read this content? And three, what do I want my audience to do after they read this content? Getting super, super clear on these three questions will make your writing so much stronger. And my final bonus tip for you today is to always add a call to action. 
The term call to action is marketing speak for something you ask your reader to do as a result of reading your message. All of the following are examples of a call to action. Like this post. Comment on this post. Share this to your stories. Comment below with your main takeaway. Reply to this email and let me know your favorite business book. Subscribe to this podcast. Take a screenshot while you're listening to this podcast and post it to your Instagram stories. Tag a friend in the comments. A call to action can really be as simple as asking your reader to like this post, but it's important to start encouraging our readers to interact with us, so I would suggest that every piece of content you release includes a call to action. Okay, so that's a wrap. I hope this short little episode helped get some wheels turning for you. If you got value out of this episode, and here's my call to action, I would love for you to share it on your Instagram stories. Take a screenshot from your podcast player and tag me so I can say hello. Also, I have a brand new service to share with you in case you're interested. These days, ideas are my thing, and I feel like I've finally cracked the code on content creation. So I now am offering a service called Content Prompts where I come up with a list of customized content prompts for you to use as a starting point in creating your content. If you're interested in learning more, head to makinggoodpodcast.com slash content prompts, all one word, and you can learn more. I would so love to put something together for you. You can find notes from this episode over at the show notes page at makinggoodpodcast.com slash 53. Thank you for being here and for focusing on making a difference with your small business. Talk to you next time.